This is the In Search More podcast, and I will see you on the other side. All right, so I have a sense, Ryan, that this one may, uh, may land for you. Right. So say we have someone in our life that's hurt us a lot, that's done things that's really caused us a lot of pain. And you know, there's a part of us that wants to go to this person is a sociopath, is completely heartless, right? And sometimes that can be enticing, right? If I tell you how many times I've heard, you're saying I'm mar- married to the biggest narcissist. Well, you're not, because I spoke to a person yesterday who's married to the biggest narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can duke it out if you want. I'll give you right. each other's numbers, right? So sometimes we'll throw these terms, right? Like narcissist and sociopath and, you know, these big things. And this one really is, right? Um, but another possibility, and I saw this with someone where I was working with him in recovery, and it seemed somewhat odd to me that he was missing how he was impacting people and really hurting them. Like, did you? Hello? You know, so um, this guy reaches out to me. Not a guy, you know, talk to here and there, catch up once in a while. He catches me up and he says that, you know, I think I was. Um, did X, Y, and Z in my relation, you know, X, Y, and Z. And I was with someone, but we didn't quite go this far. And he's talking the whole time about how far he went with this person he acted out with for 45 minutes. I'm like, are you still in a relationship? And he says, yeah. I said, does it matter <laughs> to the other right. person how far you went? Right. So what do you mean? He said, you're, we're, you're talking to me trying to figure out whether you've relapsed or didn't because this didn't go and that thing or what, all your stories. Mm-hmm. Have you, like, I don't, in recovery, we think about the other person, right? We're, to think about how we're impacting one of the steps made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others, right? We care about injuring other people. We care about making amends, doing right. Nowhere in this whole 45 minutes where you told me your story, did you once think about this other person or did you once mention it? Like, did it occur to you? And still not much. And I said, okay, let's, let's flip it. Let's say they did that. What you did, let's say they did the same thing. It's like, that hurts. So I was thinking about, you know, so I, I went at it for a little while, right, so that they see it. But then I pulled back and said, hey, you know, I'm not, I'm not looking to make you feel terrible about this because you're just going to go do it again and then – Right. You won't be minimizing it and telling me what didn't go in. and right. but right. So we're not going there. But listen, it wasn't cool what you did, and you obviously got to make it right and everything else, you know, from a recovery standpoint, I'm not telling you what to do. But just, you know, if you want to stay sober, this is the way we've been taught. And it occurred to me that he was kind of numb to this, right? So we want to lay, oftentimes we want to label, he was numb to the effect and the pain he was causing others. And we want to label that person often as a sociopath or someone as, right, no feeling. And as I spoke to him a few more times about this and other other, um, challenges they were having, it occurred to me that the numbness was actually not to other people as much as it was to their own pain. And it was in speaking to them that I realized this. I don't know if I've ever articulated it in this way, is sometimes... We've gone through a certain level of pain that we've numbed ourselves to that. And because we've never accessed our own pain properly, we can't really relate to someone else's pain that, um, that we're causing. And again, I share this 
as a more compassionate way of dealing with someone who's hurting us. I'm sure you've heard the saying, hurt people, hurt people. Right. And sometimes it's that. It's hurt people. It's not, if hurt people hurt people, well, a lot, you know, it's not hurt people hurt people. It's hurt people who've never healed their pain hurt people. Mm. And what we sometimes would like to attribute attribute to some sort of not feeling or sociopathy or something like that, I think can just be someone who's numbed themselves to their own pain, who has not allowed themselves to access how painful and difficult some of their own moments were. And because of that, there's a certain numbness that they have to others as well. But this is not because they're sociopaths. It's actually quite the opposite. It's because their own pain is so deep that they haven't been able to go there yet. So we can view them with a little more compassion. Does how, that... How do, you, how do you tell the difference? Yeah, I don't always know the answers to like. So by things. default, should, would you say then we should just have you know, more grace for people in general? Exactly. Right, mm. there's a... Um, a concept in Judaism, and I don't know where it comes from, but it's to judge others fa favorably. And a lot of these things that I share are not, I don't share them as truths, I share them as perspectives. Right. Right, when, when we don't know, it's all, this to me is so important, when we don't know, how do we fill in the blanks? What does it mean that your child hasn't called? I can, they're probably having an awesome time. Right. right? Or, I don't know, they were kidnapped, right? We, we, go, we go in a lot of different directions right. with what things mean. So the perspective is more about when we don't know, how do we fill in the blanks? So might there be some sociopaths? Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure there are some. But when we don't know, right. how are we going to fill in the blank? And let me, let's assume that, you know, you know, it's such a gift for me to be able to work with people and people to, you know, speak to me and be honest with me. And I, I, I feel like I see things and I'm a witness to a whole different aspect of the human experience than I once received, mm -hmm. you know? And maybe we should do a, uh, you know, if you feel like the world is full of shit, then maybe that's what people are thinking about you. Raising was, oh, the world is full of shit. My world isn't. I, it's not what I see because I have people who come to me and share their deepest, darkest secrets. And on the one hand, you can say, oh, yeah, it's full of shit. They're talking about cheating and, you know, all sorts of other things that they're doing, things they're doing wrong, but they're also working on it. They're being honest with it. I, I'm seeing a completely different side of, of the world. So right. to me, to be able to be witness to, to those parts of society that I didn't know existed several years ago is cool, and that's times why I come on here and want to share about it, is, hey, there's, these, are, these are these things going on, this is what some people are struggling with and they're sharing it with me and can I share it with a larger audience in a anonymous and private way that those people would be comfortable with. Yeah. Uh, you got to believe that there's always, you know, it, 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 it kind of makes for a, a better I guess, experience to just assume and give people grace because you never know, right? Like you said, like that definitely is something that I try to practice and and I, I, I second, you know, if you don't know, how do you fill in the blanks? I love that because it's like you you never know, right? And you, to assume that it's one way or the other, it's 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 a lot. It's kind of, a lot of ways it's like arrogant, right? Like, how do you know? Right, especially you if know? you're going to, like, work yourself up into a tizzy about it. Right. Right, that's what, 
that's what I think you mean by the word arrogant, right? It's right. Like, like you're not just thinking it, you're believing it. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, um, I love the work of Byron Katie, mm-hmm. right? So <laughs> she talks about, right, she has the work of Byron Katie. I think I mentioned it on a previous, previous episode. So when someone is struggling with something, so she says, is it true? Right? Is it true? And that's, she asks four questions. Is it true? I don't remember all four. Is it true? Is it really true? What would it be if, if uh, that wasn't, how would you react if that wasn't true or something like that? Or what's the opposite of it? In any case, right, she takes people through the process, but one of the things she points out is when, if, if you're sitting in anxiety and you say, you know, I'm afraid that gas prices are going to get so expensive, I'm going to lose my house. Okay. Right? So that's a fear that's, that's coming up. Right? I'm afraid I'm going to lose my house. Let's make it simple. So what she points out is you're not thinking there may be a possibility of you losing your house and you're reacting to it. When you're in fear, you've lost your house. Right. right? <laughs> Meaning you're reacting as if you've lost right, your house. Right. And that, that's what you're saying, right? The mm-hmm. arrogance of, of that to assume you know right. with such conviction that mm-hmm. you're going to work yourself up <laughs> to this level of emotion. It's like, how do you know? Do and you that's know? why... Right, certainly you can you can ask the other way, and well, like you asked me here, and you said, you know, how do you know where someone is coming from? I don't feel like my position needs to be defended, mm. right? If if I'm giving someone the benefit of the doubt, if we're giving someone the benefit of the doubt, then we don't need to defend our position. It's the person who's not who's judging someone so extreme who says that person is a sociopath. Now they have to defend their position. You got to be hundred percent right. Right. To make that assumption. But for I don't mind making the assumption that someone is not. They may prove me wrong over a over a period of time and I may change change my position after a while. But originally when meeting someone or originally having experience where someone is hurting me, why can't I give them a little bit more grace? And why can't I not have to defend that? Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> 